Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Welcome to today's episode. So tomorrow it is going to be 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit. And is well, it's not insane. I live in Sydney, Australia. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty hot. But I'm kind of excited because I really like the warm weather. Um, I really do hate winter, but we are going straight into summer. Basically, we are not having a spring, it seems. We're just going straight into the warm weather as we start to hit into October. And it's, you know, crazy times. I'm getting closer to my wedding in February 2024. There is so much happening at the moment and it's really exciting. And I'm really excited to go through today's episode. So the title I have so far is how to get work to respect your boundaries. Now, If you are a long-time listener, you'll know I have two other episodes on this called How to Set Boundaries with Family and Learn How to Set Work Boundaries. How this one came about is I have been talking with a few clients and what they're really struggling with is one, of course, which I will go into around why setting boundaries is hard and it's crap, but more importantly, a real error in people's thinking when it comes to boundaries that you are likely seeing and it's stopping you from being okay with the boundary that you've set, right? Like, let me give you an example. Maybe you have said to, to your, you know, manager, we, you know, I need to leave at a certain time every day. You've organized it. That's totally fine. And of course, some of you may have a little bit of drama, uh, going into that and I will at a high level touch on that and I would strongly recommend listening to the earlier episodes you can just search for them they go into more detail right maybe your boundary is that you are not going to answer emails like I don't know maybe limit it to like 5 30 p.m or something like that and after that you're not doing it maybe you set a boundary maybe you even discuss it with your boss like hey I'm not going to do it until this certain date sorry this certain time so the problem is you still keep getting messages from that person, getting questions, asking after work. And you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm not doing this properly. I'm setting this boundary. You're feeling really deflated. And then you kind of go into, if I'm completely honest, like this kind of victim mode, because it's like, oh, it's not working. Nothing I ever do works. This job totally sucks. I not, don't respect my boundaries. It doesn't matter what I do. This is terrible. And then you just keep continuing to show yourself how much you hate this job. For you, this is such a simple request. You've maybe openly talked about it with your manager. They said it's fine and you still keep getting these emails asking you questions after work. Here's the thing. The problem has absolutely nothing to do with the other person. And I want to give you an amazing metaphor to understand how boundaries work. Now, I'm going to touch a little bit on boundaries in general because I get so many, anything to do with like boundaries and feeling incompetent and comparing yourself to others I always get so many downloads on these types of one uh, these types of episodes I give you like really really distinct high level to the point stuff on this one you don't like setting boundaries because you have a thought underneath all of that that you use 
to be a dick to yourself about, okay? So if you set a boundary, like maybe you want to not take on this project or you want to say no or for like valid, you know, you have some valid reasons as to why, but you're too scared to do that because you're afraid, not of how they'll react, but if they react that way in the mean way that you're thinking about, you will then use that to be a dick to yourself. You will then internalize all that shit and be like, yeah, I am lazy, selfish, whatever. Now they hate me. Now my career is ruined, etc. And you don't want to deal with all that. You don't want to deal with all those emotions. You see them as true facts and they're not. They're all your thoughts and all your feelings are bubbling up to the surface. Instead, the safest option that your brain thinks or part of you thinks is to do the thing that you're resentful about, continue that pattern, and then just shame yourself for like, like be mad about it and, and blame the job. That is so much easier to do. It's like you have no control of it. Because when you think you have no control of something, you kind of get to get away with stuff. Like it's out of your control. It's the job. It sucks. Oh my God, I can't even say no it's terrible and we get like validated all the time about it when I hear people talk about work and how like they just have no control and can do absolutely nothing etc and all the expectations which I'm not saying they don't exist but we do put a lot of our own expectations on top of that and we are holding ourselves up to such a higher standard my episode learn how to set work boundaries If this is the challenge for you after this episode, because I still think this is very important for you to understand boundaries, I want you to listen to that one because I go into more detail around how to get yourself out of that. And also knowing that setting boundaries is meant to be really uncomfortable, especially if you have been people pleasing for so long, because that's the safety mechanism that you go towards. So here is the absolute biggest trap that I see people get into when it comes to you know, they get to the point where they're like, right, I'm ready to set a work boundary. And then they come back to me and they're like, it didn't work. I'm like, what do you mean it didn't work? I'm like, the person was still upset. They don't respect my boundaries. See, it's all true. Blah, blah, blah. That is the biggest fucking lie you've ever been told that people are meant to respect your work boundaries. Hear me out right now. That is just, this is my take on work boundaries. This is my take on boundaries in general. The people you have to set boundaries with that respect them don't need boundaries (laughs) because you can have that open conversation and it's like two-way acceptance right it's not even a boundary it's just like hey I don't like that it's like oh yeah totally fine or whatever and then they can like listen to the thing to me a boundary is like this I'm going to give you the greatest metaphor ever is going to change your life around how you see work uh, how you see any boundaries sorry I'm a little fuddled with my words today and I keep having to like cut all the words out in the podcast and I'm just gonna not do that I'm gonna keep going with it but first did you know about my epic work life program I'm gonna tell you about that first yes you're going to listen to it because it's fucking fantastic man like we have someone I'm working with right now who is transitioning in her career she's going from two completely different career areas and I have gotten her to the point where she is able to confidently apply for roles she now has a job interview. She's walking into that interview. She's feeling ready. She was feeling so overwhelmed, so disheartened beforehand. She's a completely different person in just a few sessions. And I am just like, yes, this is what I do. I fast track this so quickly for you. Getting to a place where you can comfortably set work boundaries without caring how people react to it. Don't make it mean anything about yourself or that your career is going to die. You'll actually start to believe that, oh my God, when I set work boundaries, it is the best thing for the company because I am refreshed. 
I am re-energized. I show up better. I have way more creative ideas. There's only so much you can get out of the podcast, right? Like these are helping, but I want you to really think and look at your career right now. Is this really what you want? Really? Because I have talked to quite a few of you and a few of my followers and it sounds stuck. It doesn't sound like, it sounds like this has helped you, but you're not getting the real results that my clients get when they work with me one-on-one, when it gets fast-tracked to that place where you genuinely love your job again, to that place where you are letting it go. You're not putting all this emotional like attachment to it. You're not placing your self-worth on it. You have a real tool and a way to calm down in the moment, you know, get like get back to work, like not be upset, right? Have we ever been there where you are like so upset and you're crying in the middle of the bathroom? You're like, oh my God, I have so much to do. Can you imagine having a tool that you'll master to get rid of those negative emotions, calm down, go back to work and continue your day and then come home and not berate yourself over like having emotions? Like imagine what your career is going to look like. It's an investment in yourself. Imagine like the promotions you're going to get. Because I know like all of you, <laughs> you're all so high achieving. Like some of you are like, I just want to get through the workday. And then I have others who are just like, right, I have this step-by-step career plan that I really want to get to. But I don't want to like be dying at the same time while I'm going through it. I get you to that place, but that's only going to happen through my program. So head to the show notes to book in a discovery call. I'm going to take you through it, but I'm also going to help you get to a yes or no decision. I only want to work with clients who want to work with me, right? But I want to give you clarity so that you can move forward. If this is a no for you, you at least know and you can find and figure out the right solution for you. And if it's a hell yes, oh my God, get ready to change in the next six months. You will not recognize yourself your colleagues, your managers, you will be a completely different person. You will finally have the life that you've been dreaming of since you were a kid where you thought working in corporate was something out of like, like sex in the city kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I just assume growing up, I'd be like, yes, I'd be going to wine bars. And for some reason I'd live in New York and it would be a montage of sorts. That's how I always thought it would be like. And well, I play video games, so (laughs) my life is not like, a montage and I'm writing a blog or doing like fashion and I mean analytics as well so completely different but I love it for what it is it's like that but the the gaming version where I enjoy my weekends playing video games and like making this content for you guys and not thinking about it on the weekend but feeling really relaxed and then coming back to focus on the challenge enjoy my job and I want to do that for you and you can do that you have to book in a discovery call it's gonna feel a bit weird maybe it's like, oh, I don't know. Do it. What have you got to lose? Lean into that fear. It's like your body doesn't want to change. Your brain is like, no, it's fine. I don't need changing. Yes, it, yes, you do. And I say that for the benefit of you because so many times we will just accept what it is. We'll be like, this is the best I can do. And then me on the other side, right? I'm looking in like, oh no, girl, you can do so much better. <laughs> like, let me show you. <laughs> so come onto the call. It is possible for yourself and you deserve it. Now into my next part, which I'm going to tell you the amazing metaphor and how people really just aren't supposed to respect your work boundaries. If they do, that is great. But 99% of the time, the work boundaries or boundaries with anyone that we have to set a person Like the reason we're setting it is because that person is not respecting it. And you can let all of that drama go. You don't have to, like when you set a boundary, if a person is having a reaction to it, that's okay. You don't need to change them. I'd say to you, 
why do you feel that you need to change a reaction? Probably to make yourself feel better so you feel more comfortable about setting the boundary. But guess what? You don't need to cater that. You don't need to do crap with that. So this is the metaphor that I gave someone, right? The other day with a client. I said, it's kind of like we're all living on farms. Everyone is living on a farm, right? They have their own little farms and they have these invisible fences. And we just kind of know that, you know, past the tree, that's Morty's place and that's Bob's place over there. And this is my land, right? Now, what happens is sometimes people will come into your space. Sometimes you're okay with that and sometimes you're not. And sometimes you might get a person that keeps coming into your space consistently and it is really annoying you. And you have two options. One is to be okay with it, but there is a part of you that's like, no, I don't like this. This is going against, like, I have a f- like an invisible fence here. So you decide to set a boundary. You make a fence. Now, here's the thing. That person is so used to just being able to come in all the time. They see this fence. They're like, what is this? You explain what the fence is and why you have it there. Like, this is your property. You'd appreciate it if you didn't come in. That person starts losing their shit. They start going mad. So they start blaming you. Like, this is all your fault. And what I hear people saying is it's like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I can't believe they're having, like, like they should be happy about the fence being up. And it's like, Why? In their mind, they're just used to crossing into that your land all the time. So, of course, in their mind, they're going to get cranky when you put up an invisible fence. Like the equivalent to them is it's like they're walking down a path and you've just put down this brick road and they're just like, what the hell? Like, why are you putting this brick road? That is honestly how they may see it because they're so used to that and they have their own thoughts and expectations of you. All you need to do when it comes to a boundary is just keep reinforcing that boundary and keep repeating the boundary, and keep explaining the boundary. That's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to make other people feel a certain way about your boundary. So in the example I gave with the email, let them keep emailing you. You don't have to respond back. Respond back the next day, or when, it, when you know, whatever. People then say to me, but what then? Then if they're upset, like, etc., like, what am I going to do? It's like, first of all, how do you know that that's true? And secondly, worst case scenario, let's say they are upset. You would just explain the boundary to them. Like, hey, as agreed, I don't answer emails from this ex-date. What happens is we tend to want to over-explain ourselves to make that person feel more comfortable because we don't feel comfortable when they're uncomfortable. You're seeing them have a hissy fit at the other side of the fence. And what I'm telling you is, honey, you are protected by that fence right now. Like, They can't get into your property. It's fine. Let them have that hissy fit. Let them run into the fence 20,000 freaking times if they have to. You just keep telling them the fence is there. And if you need to turn that, I'm imagining like a wooden fence, turn it into like a brick wall. (laughs) Reinforce it if you have to. There is no issues with that. So how you get, people are going to hate this, how you get people to respect your work boundaries is you just need to respect them. It's not about them respecting them, it's you respecting them and reinforcing them. That's what all you need to do with this. Because all the drama you have about keeping that boundary in place is the same stuff you had about setting the boundary. And for a lot of us, we'll set the boundary with the intention that if they respect it, then it's okay. But if they don't, it doesn't work. And it's like, No. Like I said, 
and I really listen to this, most of the time we have to set boundaries with people who aren't going to respect them. That's why we put them up. It's like parenting. It really is. It's just, here are your options. Like, if you continue to run into my fence, I may call the police. I'm not saying call the police for work, but you know what I mean. Like, it's like, if you keep doing this, this is what I'm going to do. If you keep emailing past a certain time as agreed, again, I won't be answering it until the next workday. And you just keep reinforcing that as discussed or as agreed, yada, yada. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to out talk yourself. So the key to getting work to respect your boundaries is just you. You just need to respect the boundaries. You just need to let people run into that fence 20,000 times. And all you need to do is hold that fence up. And you will have so many thoughts and so many feelings that you'll feel so uncomfortable. But that's part of the game. That means you're doing it right. That is another key thing. People think setting boundaries is meant to be like this beautiful, empowering, like luscious, like yas girl, queen slay kind of vibe. And it is not. It is not. You get better at it, but it is not. It's meant to feel gross because you're not doing it before and you're always expanding your capacity around what that is going to look like. Okay? So that is all I have for you today. But go out there, respect your own boundaries, and I will see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.